Welcome to the Human Navigation Skills Podcast, where we discuss our journey through humanhood. Now, here are your guides, Yoga Spice and Allie Michelson. Welcome, Spice, to our first podcast. Thank you. <laughs> so exciting. It is, yes. All right, so what I want to talk about with you today is what was just happening on the news. The governor just um, told us that we are to shelter in place for the next two weeks, and then who knows what's going to happen after that. So this brings up a lot of fear for me and probably most of the entire world. I want to know. I want to talk about fear with you. Okay. All right, so I want to talk, first of all, what when I tell you that there is a global pandemic and your entire life is going to change and you have to stay in your home for the next two weeks and right what does that bring up for you well it does bring up a lot of uh fear of uncertainty and this is something that i grew up with so immediately it triggers a place inside of me of panic i want to go and buy everything and put it in my house just in case i want to ignore all of the signs and and all of the procedures and go out and hug everyone (laughs) that i see but the i think emotionally what brings up for me is um not only just fear, but some tangents of that are scarcity, um, rage. I'm angry that this is happening. Um, but I'm also feeling on the converse side, a little bit of hope because I see that we're trying to follow exactly what's happening. We're trying to follow the rules that are being put in place. That brings up a different fear for me that some people won't follow the rules. They'll be the rebels and that will just get worse. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, I love that you are able to see the positive side in this. And I was thinking about that this morning as well, that I think I've seen more examples of community and people helping each other out, people supporting each other, more examples of um, people posting things online things filled with hope and optimism and love. And I think that this is a real time of compassion too. It is. It is. And we don't ever want to downplay any type of fear. We want to allow those emotions to come through. We want to give them their playing time. And then we really want to grasp onto the fact that we can and we will move forward. We're made to adapt. We're made to survive. So I I think that it is really important to give space for every emotion that wants to come up and then process it and then move forward. Okay, but how do we do that? How do we give space to an emotion? What does that mean? Tell me in like a... Like a, like if I'm a kindergartner, which let's be honest, <laughs> emotionally <laughs> at times I'm very kindergarten-like. Um, how do I pr- allow, how do I allow a feeling? What does that even mean? Like, okay, I'm going to give you a perfect example. Oh my God, I have to go to the grocery store and get all the food because my kids need food to eat, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If I were with you in that time or if I were you in that time, I would give myself five minutes to have a full-blown panic attack. I would allow it to happen. I Just would, five minutes. Uh, or or however. I like five minutes. Five minutes Any more than five minutes and I could get myself into a whole lot of trouble. A spiral. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, if you need to give yourself a time frame, do it. If not, then, you know, do what's right for you. But give yourself that space to say... I'm about to have a panic attack. I'm going to feel lightheaded. I'm going to scream. I'm probably going to throw some pillows. I should put my phone away is what you're saying. (laughs) 
you could i mean you would want to get giving yourself space meaning might mean not putting that onto another person as well owning it yourself not trying to control a situation outside of yourself so feeling mad feeling angry feeling scared feeling um and just everything come in but then also know that that feeling is fleeting understanding oh my god but that's fantastic yeah understanding that this is going to pass but not rush not rush the past because they do pass they do all of them feelings are not facts and i have a feeling it has something to do with i don't know about you but i have about a billion thoughts every second Mm -hmm. do you all at once yeah and they it's like a machine gun (laughs) and they can maybe you're a little more controlled than that maybe you're like a (laughs) Okay, now you're really finding out how little I know about guns. But it's, yours is more of a bam, single trigger action, right? Yeah, semi-automatic. Okay, well, I got some serious rapid-fire action. fully automatic machine gun. <laughs> All the thoughts at one time. And All at once. Sometimes can I, I can't even you, differentiate them. I was about to say, are they sometimes closely related or are they sometimes contrasting but equally oh, yeah that's def- vibrant both yeah okay. sometimes they're the same but slightly different and sometimes they're completely different which all actually interestingly i can also have two emotions at once can oh, for you sure. yeah i no. can have happy and sad at the same time well yeah and i think that i am a super right skilled emotional <laughs> able abler <laughs> haver able. you're an emo- haver. emotional haver i'm a haver <laughs> experiencer but i think this is wonderful because you are giving yourself space yourself space to have them without necessarily pushing them away here's where the different differentiation comes you can put a time limit on it if possible yeah and say i'm not going to go down the rabbit hole i'm not going to go down the spiral and think doomsday kind of things or just complete collapse of the but actually i do kind of like going there occasionally if you can but yeah. in a situation but where there's time panic and there's a time limit i get that if yeah. but the, and then you say okay i had that emotion is there any residual how what did i learn from it mm-hmm. did i die from you it damn well better did learn something <laughs> And did you die? Probably not. And did you die? <laughs> Probably not. Not yet. And then. And is death the worst thing? No. In some cases, no. <laughs> and then you take the time to move forward from it. You say, what did I learn? Well, number one, I didn't die. Number two, I'm stronger. Number three, I, I recognize that um, whatever I was thinking about didn't happen. So what's my new thought? And is it a better thought? And can I have progress on that thought? Is it a more progressive thought? That's a lot to remember when I'm freaking out. Well, of course it is. <laughs> Why don't you make yourself a list? Make a list in your of things to do in midst of a panic attack. Got it. And then and, you practice. Right. It takes practice, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And we are in the prime time right now to practice our skills. And I think that's exactly it. You know, they say that you don't ever receive anything that you're not exactly ready for. Yeah. I think we're ready for this. I think we are ready for the next yeah. stage of our evolution, which is going to be honestly coming together as one. We but, always have yeah. been. We may have forgotten it. But all the external stuff is being taken away. We can't do this or we can't do that. We can't gather at the bar. We can't go get coffee. Instead, we have to internalize and figure out how to connect internally rather than all this external like chaotic bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it really is all about, it's managing myself so that I can help my fellow self, meaning neighbor. It, yes. You want to go do the, the whole yeah, we woo-woo can go thing? Woo-woo. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Super deep. We, I mean, this is a time to help ourselves through helping each other and we we've been given this beautiful opportunity. I can't yeah. wait to see what we do. Yeah. Well, you you're already seeing. I'm some already of seeing it. it. I'm seeing so much evidence. It gives me goosebumps almost to see all. Yeah. You know, we have a friend who works in an ICU. I'm not going to put names on the podcast here, but you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and we love her, and we yeah. are so proud of her. And I would do anything to support her right now because it could be my child in the ICU tomorrow. It is one of my friend's husband in her ICU right now. So the more support that I give this person and other people, no matter what job they have, the better we all are. And it starts with me. It starts with me having my panic attack and getting it over with. It starts with me growing from that space, being so confident and calm inside of myself that I can spread that that calmness to others period. And when we talk about others, all I'm doing is spreading it to myself in a different body. I love that. And I had one more thought. So that's like a beautiful, like uplifting thought, which would be a really great time for a normal person to push end, but I'm not going to. Okay. Because no one ever said I was normal. No, (laughs) I agree. Okay. So here's what I want to know. When something creates fear in you, Okay. It can be anything. It doesn't have to just be a pandemic. When something creates fear in you, I want to know why. Why? Mm. Why do you feel fear? What are you making whatever circumstance and thought you're having mean? What does that mean? Why is it scary? Does that make sense? Mm. Absolutely. It does make sense. Okay. It is a threat to my overall survival. This is part of the leftover, the hangover from the reptilian brain. This is a human... Oh, I call that the toddler brain. Okay, the toddler brain. Because mine sounds like a screaming toddler yeah. on the floor, kicking the Just feet. A, a complete Saying, bitch. I <laughs> don't wanna! Pretty much. Well, what, want and like are completely different. Um, this is just a leftover, and it's part of our survival techniques for humanhood. Our soul understands completely that everything is continuous and nothing is actually ending. The human, on the other hand, is more survivalist. It needs to have comfort and connection and part of the be part of the tribe. Otherwise, it's imminent death. So what the reptilian brain does is it tells us any threat, anything to our survival, which includes fear, any mm-hmm. fear, mm-hmm means that we will die. It, it is bad. Yeah. So you told me once that there are three, was it, did you say motivations? It is... The three states of being. Okay. So we avoid pain. Pain avoidance. Pain avoidance. Okay. We search for pleasure. Pleasure seeking. Okay. You're, you say it so much more eloquently. <laughs> and we, what was the third one? Survival. Survival. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and really honestly, if you think about it, pain avoidance and pleasure seeking are kind of about survival anyway all of it is about survival but when you want to break it down for the human to understand we're either moving away from pain or we are pleasure seeking or it's a complete breakdown of those two and you go into complete survival mode survival mode okay yeah all right so i had a point i think it was something along the lines of when we are in fear mode yeah uh, it's really just our toddler brain protecting us, doing what it did best. And maybe knowing that, just the knowledge of, oh, this is my brain doing what it's humanness. What was our name again? Human navigation. 
Our brain is learning how to humanly navigate. Absolutely. We we evolved, we survived through those, you know, pleasure seeking and pain avoidance. Mm-hmm. And it's still really good at that. Yes. Yeah. But my, I have another part of my brain. We should name it. Okay. It's called the cerebral cortex. It's the logical center of our brain. But we could okay. name her something. Or him. <laughs> Helen. <laughs> Sorry. So Helen. Doesn't Helen sound so logical? She is very uh, authoritative. She's like a librarian. Helen sounds like a librarian. <laughs> I think so too. So from now on, instead of saying your cerebral cortex, which is a mouthful and I'm going to stutter on it a lot, I'm going to call her Helen. Helen wants us to remember that indeed, even though it sounds like the world is ending, I have a house. Yeah. And yeah. I have food in my house. Yeah. And I have, at this moment, four healthy children. A, and, and a husband. A job! A best friend. I have a job. job! I have maybe some money. Yeah. I'm not sure what it's going to look like tomorrow. At this very moment, we are safe. We're actually feeling pleasure. We're together. And we're not avoiding any pain at the moment. We, we're comfortable. Well, I'm kind of hungry. Okay. But... <laughs> But that would be, yeah, that's survival. That's okay. part of survival. And fear is I'm not going to eat. Right. Yeah. This is legit. Yeah. Okay. So those three states of being basically keep us alive. Okay. So I want you to bring it all home for me. All right. So like, let's say I'm your average scared person. Yeah. <laughs> Just like all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to tell me what I can use. I have an even better idea. I'm putting you on the spot big time right Can't here. wait. I want you to give me a two minute meditation Mm. to allow my fear Mm -hmm. begin to process it Mm -hmm. and come to some calm okay in ending this podcast today okay so for anyone who might be listening sit up nice and tall take a really really deep breath in and out and we're going to do a quick body scan when i name a body part You let me know if it feels tense or if it feels soft. So if you think about the crown of your head, that's the top of your head where it points up to the sky. Does that feel tense or is it soft? And then what about your cheeks? And very importantly, what about your tongue and your jaw? If those are clenched, go ahead and soften those. Do you feel any sensations in the top of your neck and your shoulders? Are you taking your shoulders up a little too high? If so, let them down. Do you feel any sensations around the center of your chest or the top of your back? If so, this is a a very big center for fear, but also for love. And we soften there. We can feel a little bit more comfortable in love. And then what about the belly? Are you feeling any tightness there? Maybe some acid reflux, maybe a little upset tummy. If so, take a deep breath and bring it down into your belly. And then bring it out. And then what about your hips? Do you feel like you're squeezing your rear end together? If so, just relax. Let your legs be heavy. Especially soften through your fingers and your toes. And then define where in your body where you're still feeling tight. If you're feeling tight in your chest still, that's okay. Take a breath in. And let it out. You are afraid to let go of whatever love you have right now. Your pleasure seeking seems to be a little bit low. 
Find someone that you can send a message to who you haven't talked to in a while and send them some gratitude for being part of your life now or in the past. If you're still feeling some upset belly, take a breath in and let it out. And write yourself a thank you letter for getting through all of the survival that you've gotten through to today. All of the techniques that you have employed to get your human to where you are now. You're well equipped. You will survive. If you're still feeling a little bit of stress in your low belly, your low back, or your hips, take a breath in and take a breath out. Stand up and stretch. Sit back down and write a letter to all of the teachers that you've had before now. You don't have to send it. Maybe just write their names down. All of the people who have influenced you to live a better, richer, more full life. People who have challenged you. People who have loved you. And people who have supported you. That is moving from fear into love. As you start to come out of the meditation, again, take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I love this. I love the way you bring love. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go out into the world. We're going to love everyone. We're going to help where we can. We're going to allow our own fear. We're going to have compassion for ourselves. We're going to breathe. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Yeah. We are infinite and we are capable of tolerating discomfort infinitely. And moving past it. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Have a great week. We will be back next week. I think we should talk about gratitude next week. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Okay.